0: This is Minutia with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia with Rick and Dave. Serena Williams wins in England. Parents want their 30-year-old <laughs> to move out of the house. Summa cum laude profanity? Babe Ruth's last
1: stand. And Rick's brush with Chicago legend Ray Rayner.
0: All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Minutia Man Man with Rick and Dave. Welcome to the 95th episode of Minutia Man with Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. I'm Rick.
1: And I'm Dave. 95, uh, Richard Dent's number,
0: right? That's right. That's right. Do you remember his Super Bowl shuffle? uh, Line? Yeah. Uh... Sack man's coming. I'm your man, Dents. Uh, quarterback's gonna get bent, something like that.
1: That was that was Rogers and
0: Hammerstein, wasn't it? <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, and he. Um, we're doing Chet Copick's book. Yes. Um, and and I believe him and Chet Copick are buddies, aren't, he? aren't they? I think that they. I know Otis Wilson, but also I think. Richard Dent is a big buddy of Chet Coppock. Sp- I think
0: I most of those 85 Bears, Chet did you know personal appearances with them for years and years and years, so he knows them all. I ran into uh, Chet's former producer, Dan McNeil, last night at the Utopia concert.
1: Was it Utopia or was it Todd Runger?
0: It was Utopia. It was Utopia. Yeah. How was it? It was awesome. It was, was it? awesome. Yeah. The first half was kind of like... Uh, they're really old stuff, you know, going back mm-hmm. to, you know, the early seventies mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. like progressive rock, like yes. And Emerson, Lincoln Palmer and stuff like that. And that, yeah. that man, was a little, man, eh, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah right. hey, that's great. Yeah. That the really good instrumentation. I really love the first 14 <laughs> right. minutes yeah. of that. Right.
1: Come on. I need to hear a bang, bang your drum. Come on. I hear yeah. you. Right. I got here. I don't want to work.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. All cool. right. Well,
0: hey, hey. I'm sorry, Gunner. What were you going to say? I was just checking how you're doing. Everything all right with you? <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, I did have an embarrassing
1: situation over the weekend. You want to hear about it? I you do. love. I love embarrassing. You love it when. Right uh, now, this is um, this is an experience that I'm sure you'll probably never have. And if you do have this experience, I'm not going to judge. Okay. Um, Sunday night, Lila, my oldest daughter, um, teenager. Tells Michelle that she is out of some kind of feminine hygiene product. Okay. So she does not have, she needs something. Now, whenever I hear those words. You run for the hills. Well, the little guys in my brain, they just cut the, they just cut the grid. Right. You know, there's no power. I just, I, I have no idea what's going on. And, you know, I just, I just don't really listen. Well, the problem was, is that Michelle was helping the twins with, Math, okay. Thus, giving me the choice, and, and and Lila was frantic for this, whatever this is, you know. Um, I I have been around feminine feminine hygiene products for what fifty years. You know, my mom used them. I still don't really know what they are. Do you? I mean, uh, I I don't know the logistics behind them. I really don't know the the execution behind it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would not want to be tested on that. Right. I know the names, but I really don't know what they do. Yeah.
1: so Michelle was helping the twins with math. So I had a choice. I could either help the kids, my sixth graders with math and feel like an idiot because I'm not being able to do the sixth grade math. Or I go to the store and buy whatever this thing is and feel like an idiot. So I chose going to the store because that's how much I hate sixth grade math. Okay.
0: You know, you know what I do with sixth grade math? (laughs) What? tell them to figure it out they're they're the ones in, in school not you well there's a
1: uh app now it's called photo math did you do you know about this no well you could take a picture of the math problem and it figures it out for you oh my like God. algebra, algebra. Wow. uh and as a good parent i'm like download this Download this app and it'll tell you it'll and it gives you the steps as to how to solve it. So it's not totally. Yeah, no, you know, that's cheating. That's, that's cheating.
0: I, I would use that. Um, so What's my it called again, was, I'm sorry. I'm writing that uh, down.
1: Photo math. OK, I think it is. Uh, so I go to the store. So I say, screw it. I'm going to go and get how hard could it be right to buy this thing. So I take a picture of the empty box of, again, whatever this stuff is. And I go to Jewel. Um, you know, again, how hard could it be? I find the aisle where the, these, this height, this, this hygiene product is. Are you all right? You're gagging. Is no, everything all right there? I'm fine.
0: Everything's fine. Uh, writing something down.
1: Um, uh, so I go to jewel and I find where this stuff is, which by the way, is right by the adult diapers. Good to know for future reference. <laughs>
0: I could have used one of those last night <laughs> at the utopia concert.
1: Uh, so, um, I, I start comparing the picture that I have on my phone to all the products that are on the shelf. Right um, now, before I left, they said that that the, that it has to be perfect. Whatever it is that I'm buying has to be exactly what this box is. And there's certain parameters. There's the size. There's the thickness. There is these Oh, there's my, insane, god. oh there's my god. These, so there's things called wings. Okay, I don't know yeah, what these uh, wings. <laughs> okay, so well, whatever. So I have this. So I have this phone, and I'm comparing it to all the boxes. And, I, and there's a particular brand, um, Always. Shameless plug for Always. Maybe they'll send us some.
0: Some, <laughs> please product. don't, please don't.
1: Uh, and I couldn't find the exact match. I would find some that was the right size, some that was right, the right thickness but not didn't have these wings or I, you know, and I have the wings and the size and what I could not figure out the exact match. And I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't go home. I, I, what was my choice? I could either, you know, buy the wrong product, text every picture of every box to my, you know, to my wife and daughter or leave town and get a new identity.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Those are your three choices.
1: <laughs> those are the three choices. So while I'm doing this and I'm sweating, a woman comes up to me. I'm not making this up. She goes, uh, "Excuse me, do you need any help?" And she didn't work for the store. She just, she okay. obviously, she just <laughs> so saw she, the <laughs>
0: distress in right, your eyes,
1: right? And, and she kind of was a little snickery. Now nah, you know, very nice. And she goes, "I have teenage daughters, and I have a husband too, and I've seen that face before." So uh, I show her the, the the box of what you know on my phone, and she finds it immediately. I don't know how she did it. It was like magic. She found it immediately and i well i was able to complete the deal now on my way out i'm like okay i have to go to the self-service checkout right i'm not going to go to a human being right <laughs> and, of, and of course all the self-service checkouts were broken were down so i had to go through an actual the uh, so my choice was to either you know run out of the store with it and steal it or go through a yeah, regular yeah, checkout. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm calling from the Cook County Jail right now.
0: <laughs> I shoplifted it.
1: <laughs> so that is my embarrassing feminine hygiene story.
0: Well, what a good Samaritan that lady was.
1: She was, and oh, and then I was actually half thinking with her. I'm like, you know what? Can we take a selfie so I can post this on Facebook and a story? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do. Th- I did that in my head. And like, that would have been kind of creepy, wouldn't have? If I would have yeah. Done that. Uh,
0: yeah. Can I just follow uh, you home and then uh, <laughs> you know, say thank you? You know? Yeah. I'd really? love to meet your husband. Yeah. Can we,
1: can, I'd love to talk to your husband about this kind of stuff. <laughs> So, so there it is. There was my.
0: I met your wife back. in the store. She said yeah. that I reminded her of you.
1: Right. I got a great story. Let's go out. Yeah, let's go get a couple of beers. Hey, is this your daughter? Hey, what, what you, Hey. I know what kind of tampons <laughs> you use. Right. I don't think these are. No, these were some liner things i think okay. i don't know i still really don't know what yeah. it was that
0: right. I yeah uh, i uh, really don't uh, want to know That's a little no, too I much know. information uh,
1: uh, but uh but that was the uncomfortable situation that i had that you will never
0: ever have to have no there's a very good chance that will never happen to me uh so how about uh, let's do some minutiae <laughs> um did you hear no wait a i got f- it f- oh audio this
1: week's minutiae
0: with rick and dave see it would have been dry without that okay
1: um you probably didn't hear about this but there was a wedding in england last weekend
0: oh my gosh yeah uh, you know 29 million americans watched that 29 million and it was like two in the
1: morning or something wasn't it or or,
0: my mom and sister and you know my aunts they, they were all talking about it
1: yeah, um, I do not well, get
0: it. I just don't get it.
1: Well, in Chicago, there was probably a pretty good viewership because the princesses went to school here at Northwestern.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, yeah. So, well, a lot of celebrities were at this big wedding, as you can imagine, right? You yeah, know, George sure. Clooney. George Clooney was there. James Corden was there. Elton John was at the reception. Donald
0: hanging out. Trump was not. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: was anybody from? Was like. Pence or anybody there?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Um Well, Serena Williams was there.
0: Okay. Oh yes, American Sensation, tennis star. Right.
1: So and she was at some party after an after party and they were playing beer pong. At this?
0: <laughs> at, okay. at the
1: royal wedding? Well, it was it was at a reception, but I'm sure it was the American side of the family that
0: was probably... Yeah. Right. It was
1: the rude American root Would you like some tea pong. and crumpets, or yeah, would you beer, like to
0: play beer pong?
1: Beer, right. So Sarita found herself in some beer pong match, um, and as the story and my sources say that she had never played beer pong before, and... She was a natural and just kicked
0: everybody's isn't she, ass. Uh, it, isn't she pregnant or something, or just had a baby? Or I
1: think she, I think she just had a baby. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I don't Bad know. If moms. She, I don't know if she was drinking or not. Yeah. But she evidently, she's one of those natural athletes that you know she could pick up a cricket bat and be like <laughs> yeah. the best cricket player ever, right? Well, good for
0: her. I mean, uh, yeah. That's that's a very nice accomplishment,
1: right? So. Now a couple, couple things. First of all, I don't remember ever playing beer pong when we were in college. Was that, is that invented after us?
0: Yeah, or? yeah, that's a post nineteen eighty five invention. Uh, I have played beer pong, and it's it's one of those games. It's kind of like quarters in that nobody wins, but yeah, everybody gets drunk. Right, and, and so and everybody loses. Is <laughs> what I'm saying
1: wins. Um, <laughs> I found a couple of other great drinking games. This, this intrigued me. And if I, if I'm ever find myself awake after 10 o'clock, maybe I'll play a drinking game someday, but I found some, uh, drinking games. You okay. want to hear a couple yeah, of sure. that? I think that, the, sure. uh, this one is called sip, sip shot. Okay. <laughs> okay. And this, and this is an adult version of duck, duck goose. Everybody sits in a circle and one player goes around, bopping oh, people on the, such a bad <laughs> idea. I know, I know people, uh, They go around bopping people around the, on the head, telling them sip, you know, sip, sip, sip. And as soon as they get one that says shot, they have to run it. You know, just like duck, duck, goose, you got to run them down and they got to tackle or not. They got to touch you before you get back to the circle. And if you don't, then you got to take a shot. Whoever, if if you get tagged, you got to take a shot. If you don't get it, you take a shot. I get it. Right. So that, that won't end badly.
0: No. Um, there are no bite. winners in drinking games, only well, losers. Def- oh, yeah, and and pulled hamstrings and broken
1: hips too. I think depending upon get on how old you are. Bite the bag. Have you ever heard about this one? <laughs> uh, no, I. Have uh, not. You put a bag on the floor or on the ground, and have everybody stand in a circle around it. And one by one, each player has to lean over and pick up the bag using the mouth. Now, I couldn't play this because I can't bend over. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, And you can't use your hands. So you're just bending over and grabbing the bag with your mouth. Um, As soon as you go around, uh, you know, the first round, everybody does it, and then you cut an inch off of the bag, and you keep doing it, and you keep doing it until there's no – that there's just the flat of the bag. So, um, Okay. I don't know that that's Mm. that. that, I mean, that just seems kind of fun. This is my this is my fun or this is my favorite, which you will excel at true or false (laughs) storyline. Everybody writes down various nouns on pieces of paper. And when it's your turn, you select a piece and you roll the dice. If you roll an even number and you roll the dice, so nobody sees it. If you if you roll an even number you need to tell a true story from your life involving whatever is written on a piece of paper if it's an odd number it's the false story and then everybody at the end of the you know after the end of you telling the story will people will go if it was true or false and if they're wrong they have to take a shot so okay. that i thought yeah, was i like
0: that that, I, that sounds good I that was,
1: yeah, it's not as good as remember when we were in college and we played scarface remember that
0: (laughs) no i don't
1: (laughs) when we watched we watched scarface and we had a drink every time oh yeah
0: cockroach
1: no every time he said fuck we would have to uh, yeah we would have to drink there
0: you go yeah okay well there's some uh some tips there for the youngsters uh those would probably kill you or i uh these days but uh that's good stuff for there Mm -hmm. um i have a story for you that is a little less uh, for the youngsters, a little more for the oldsters like you and me. Uh, and this one kind of hits close to home because it's a story about a young man who uh, was told to leave his parents' house at the tender young age of 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just read to you from the, uh, from the article. A 30-year-old man didn't get the message that it was time to move out of his parents' home, even after they left him five notices and an offer of cash to buy new digs. <laughs> the New York family drama eventually rolled into the court system where a judge on Tuesday ruled in the parents' favor and ordered Michael Rotondo to uh, leave after having a room for eight years. Wow, so, you know, graduated college, came home and lived there for eight years, right? Yeah, I just wanted a reasonable amount of time to vacate, with consideration of the fact that I was not really prepared to support myself at the time. He told, <laughs> <laughs> he told the uh, the court. Now here's the note from the mother. I have to read the note from your the mother. This was just great. All right, <clears throat> this is the note that uh, she left, uh, along with a. Uh, A packet of $1,100 in cash. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Please. Uh, Son, some advice. Number one, (laughs) organize the things you need for work and to manage an apartment. Note, you will need stuff, uh, blah, blah, blah. You must arrange the date and time through your father so he can set it up with the tenant. Two. Sell the other things you have that, uh, that have any significant value. Your stereo, some tools. This is especially true for any weapons you may have. You need the money. You will have no place for this stuff. Three, there are jobs available, even, with, even for those with a poor work history like you. Get one. You have to work. Four, if you want help finding a place, I have offered to help you. i'll drive
1: you there i will negotiate the price for you i will uh pack for you get the hell out of here
0: so uh they get into court um and uh Uh, (laughs) the the judge here's the uh here's the arguments and and the the kid says you know the kid he's 30 you know he's got a full beard (laughs) yeah Uh, right During the during the hearing, he says, uh, "You know, all I'm looking for is a a little bit of notice, Judge." And the judge looks at him and says, "The notice is sufficient." (laughs) (laughs) You know, get out of your I am granting the eviction. I think the notice (laughs) is sufficient.
1: Yeah. The eight years. Notice. Um, you know, the judge probably has a son who's
0: like 27 now. Or 28 Oh, exactly. Like, exactly. Okay. The jury, you know, the jury's like guilty, 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 whatever. <laughs> right. uh, did you show
1: this uh, article to Tommy? No, just no, I
0: just saw it this morning. So I am going to uh, pass this along to uh, uh, you know what I'll do. I'll, I'll just print it out. Leave it lying around. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, oh, you saw that. How'd you see that? Oh.
1: I wonder where oh, that oh, came but, from. Oh, that was mine. Yeah. We did a podcast today.
0: Oh. That's uh, <laughs> well, uh, by, by the way, the, I got a uh, an email this morning from John Landecker. He yeah? found a an old video of Take Your Kids to Work Day. Oh, it's Tommy there. Tom, it was Tommy, it Tommy was there when he was, I don't know. Th- six months old or something like that Aww, you know, he could yeah, barely stand yeah. up you know we held had to hold him up to the microphone um, but the funny thing is in that picture it's with John and Tommy those two guys graduated in the same on the same day yeah oh, oh yeah same that graduating cool. class of 2018 that, now that is
1: that is cool now. that's a Facebook post there
0: yeah that's a good idea <laughs> um
1: hey we got a winner but it's this is a little humiliating um this is the first time this has happened uh grown up kid was the name of the twitter the twitter handle of the guy who i assume he's a guy (laughs) actually it could be the guy that you just talked about (laughs) Uh, could be uh he um he retweeted and followed us on our twitter account and he won he randomly was selected and won so i um i reached out to him and i said hey i need your mailing address to send you your gifts or you know your prize and then he sends it back to me goes, well, what is it? And I go, well, it would have been a, well, it is a, I'm a Chicago coffee mug, a crying cub t-shirt, and Father Knows Nothing by Rick Kepfer. Uh-oh. Uh, and then, <laughs> then he's, he tweeted back, God, I'm good. No need to send it. I'm not kidding. So so he refused our prize. So do, 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 I think I'm going to send it to him anyways, right?
0: No, no. I'm gonna, no, no. No, as a matter of fact, he's dead to us. <laughs>
1: So I should unfollow him.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: oh yeah. So why don't we have two winners next week?
0: Okay. You're you're in and charge so- of the prizes, so whatever you want to do. I think you just brought. This- <clears throat> Excuse me. I think you just brought this up because you wanted to hurt my feelings.
1: Oh well, I could. Oh, with the father knows no. Oh, 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 just I didn't even think of that. Oh, well, it could have been that he did. Oh, Oh. it could. It could have been. Never crossed my mind. (laughs) It didn't. I thought it was the coffee Uh mug that was the tear breaker.
0: All right, right. bastard. Uh,
1: Um, so, uh, as you know, it's uh, graduation season. As you know, we're talking about it, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, this comes out of South Carolina. Uh. Publix you know the store Publix we don't really have them around here did
0: you we? offer him the balding handbook did he take that <laughs> well take it easy huh? I just did he really want just that th-
1: answer the question <laughs> I did that we don't have any more balding handbooks we have a lot of father knows nothing
0: I've got a I've got 400 balding handbooks right <laughs> here in my house
1: I, you know what I will start offering the balding handbook and we'll see if anybody declines that how does that sound
0: I don't believe you want to play per- I don't believe this person exists <laughs>
1: Grown up kid, look on our Twitter yeah. feed. So, Publix, get over it. Publix is the um, grocery store. We don't have them around here, do we? Uh,
0: I don't think so, no. But, I mean, it's a well known.
1: Right. Yeah. So, it's graduation season, and a uh, family went to Publix to get a graduation cake for their kid. What time what is this in? Or what? It's. um does it say? It's, uh, it's in South Carolina ah, um, I was just wondering
0: whatever. if it was Texas or Florida Because I got the <laughs> no. uh, jingles for that <laughs>
1: No, it's uh, South Carolina So, Kara Kaczynski Wants to get a cake For her kids um, For Raymond I believe his name was Raymond um, uh, Who graduated Yeah, Jacob, I'm sorry, Jacob Jacob graduated from a Christian-based Homeschooling system Now, here's something that I don't understand If you're getting homeschooled, why do you need a system?
0: You know what I mean? That's a great point.
1: So, anyways, Kara. So Jacob graduates from school, and she wanted to have a cake that said "summa cum laude" on it. Okay, you know, so, you know so what?
0: The, yeah. So he's a, a an impressive young person. Well, if he's
1: homeschooled, if you're only one person in your class, you've got to be valedictorian, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so she gets a cake. So she gets a cake, uh, and she has her husband pick it up. When the cake comes in, he didn't look at it because he's a husband and he just assumes everything's okay. He brings the cake back and they didn't put summa cum laude on it. They just had congratulations with hyphen, hyphen, hyphen. And she's like, what the hell? So she calls up the manager at the Publix and he says, uh, or the, and he, so he talks to the bakery people and he said, yeah, we can't put profanity
0: on a cake. Oh, cum?
1: Yes, exactly. Wow. So obviously. So, obviously, the bakery people did not graduate uh, summa cum laude because they thought-
0: How many problems in this country are caused by bakery workers? (laughs) Exactly. In the South. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, please, Uh, people. uh, uh, So, if you don't want to go into the business, don't go into the business. (laughs) Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. You are not our moral compass, bakery guy. And, And I also think what's interesting is Publix looks a lot like pubics not that kind of <laughs> ironic All right, yeah. so but congratulations goes out to goes out to jacob kaczynski who was valedictorian of his homeschooled class congratulations
0: good <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> i guarantee you that kid's going to be living at home when he's 30
1: <laughs> yeah right And he's but he's going to work at the bakery at the, yeah. the, at the local public's bakery very true
0: Time now for a collection of Cub geekness. This is Just One Bad Century with Rick and Dave. You know, now that you can hear the audio, I can just launch into that without having to do a big wind-up right. every time. That,
1: uh, right. Yeah, you don't have to say, and the audio is now done.
0: <laughs> so this is a big week in Cubs history, or in, in, in Wrigley Field history. Uh, 1935, do you know what happened this week in 1935? Uh, no I do not the immortal Babe Ruth played his last game at Wrigley Field his Mm -hmm. last season in the majors was with the Boston Braves who were a National League team so that was really his first time appearing at Wrigley Field other than in the World Series Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he was a shell of his former self he struggled to stay afloat with the Braves he made three outs his first three times at Wrigley And then in his last at-bat ever in Wrigley Field, Babe Ruth stepped up to the plate against Cubs reliever Tex Carlton. And Tex grooved one. And Babe showed that he still knew what to do with it, knocking the ball into the bleachers for a home run. Wow.
1: That was was his last year, Babe's last
0: year in the bigs, right? Actually, he was uh, removed from the game after the homer. He tipped his cap to the Wrigley fans. One last time, and nine days later, he was out of the game completely. Oh, he,
1: did he get released then?
0: Yes, or he did. He? They made him into a coach.
1: Yeah, think about the guy that's gonna. Hey, I'm gonna fire
0: Babe Ruth. I know. All right. Uh, I know. How old? How old was he? How many years did he play? Um. Well, he was in the 1918 World Series against the Cubs as a member of the Red Sox, and he I I don't believe that was his rookie year. So, you know, good 20 years. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I would have loved to have seen the babe.
0: Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. All right, it's fine for our final feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of the time that I met that celebrity.
1: Uh, I think this name is going to probably need to, we need to explain for people that don't live in Chicago, Ray Rayner. Ray Raynor was a children's, he had a children's show for many years
0: Yeah, in the yeah. morning. When we WGN. were kids, when Dave and I were kids in the, uh, in the 1920s, 20s. you know, yeah, yeah, right um there was a morning show on wgn wasn't it on gn yeah i think it was on wgn yeah hosted by ray rayner and he had it was like you know a kid's show and and he and every kid in chicago watched this show it was Mm -hmm. on before school and they he had a a a dog named cuddly dudley right and a
1: goose named chumley right
0: or was it a something like that yeah just is it Chumley or something like that Chelsea Chelsea, Chelsea. thank you Chelsea thank you. All right. and he would wear a jumpsuit and had little post-it notes all over his jumpsuit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember why I considered him so wildly entertaining uh he would show cartoons and stuff but I absolutely loved him I don't know about you yeah oh
1: I was a big fan and you know he probably and they weren't post-its cuz post-its weren't invented yet he invented the post-it and didn't get credit for it probably because well, he had those I tags on.
0: Huh? I think he had safety pins. He had right, uh, with right. safety pins all over oh, you're right. They didn't even have posts yet. <laughs> he was he was actually like a Renaissance man, which I did not realize until I met the man. And uh I met I can tell you the exact day I met him. It was okay. November twenty second, nineteen ninety three.
1: Why do you remember
0: that exact? Well, can you tell me what November 22nd means to you?
1: Is that John Kennedy?
0: No. Yes. Yes, Yes, it is. So it was the 30th anniversary of John F. Kennedy's assassination. Uh, Oh, I see. And uh, I had just started working for Landecker, and we were doing a show all about that. And so I went around and got um, celebrities to tell the stories of... You know how they, well, what with what they were doing when John F. Kennedy was shot, and 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 I talked to uh, Ray Rayner, and he he had a uh, a great story which I can't remember now, but it was yeah. it was a really good story, um, but as I was talking to him, um, I realized that he he had seen just about everything in American history, and. This really came to a head when we did a book signing recently with Bobby Scafish at the Red Lion in Chicago, mm. which is a, uh, a the haunted yeah. pub, which it, is haunted. It's a haunted pub, right. But it, the owner of the place, his father was in the Great Escape you know, the, right. not in the, the movie, mo- in the actual... He was one of the guys that actually escaped. Right. And there was one American that was in that group, and that American was named Ray Rayner. Wow. So and- if you've seen the movie, The Great Escape, which is one of the all-time great films with Steve McQueen, he's the one American in the uh, movie. Um, Steve McQueen and uh, James Coburn and... Uh, Richard Attenborough and you know, mostly British guys. Uh great, great film. One of the best movies I've ever seen.
1: And Ray Rayner, that was that was Ray Rayner. Is that, that was Ray Raynor. Oh my god, that is
0: And the guy who can, owns the Red Lion, his father was the Forger. That's oh,
1: what? that's right. That's right. Uh so wow, great Chicago connection too. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, there you go. Well, that's, uh,
0: that's, that's the Ray Rayner story.
1: Is Ray Raynor still alive?
0: No, he passed away a few years ago. But uh, a great American hero and uh, and a, a important part of my childhood. I've reached,
1: right, anybody who's any from the ages of what sixty five to fifty probably knows who Ray Raynor is in Chicago. Maybe even maybe 45. even a lot, right, right uh, to seventy maybe.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, loved Ray Raynor. So, a local Chicago treasure, kind of like us now. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you'd like to find out more about Rick and <laughs> Dave, you can check us out at EckhartsPress.com. We're also, also at ChicagoAuthorsolutions.com. We'd like to uh, thank our uh, producer, Tony Lasano, and Opie Productions. We've been distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, and we'll be back again next week with another episode of.